listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast, a podcast all about your health and wellness issues that affect you every day. We want to educate, entertain, and maybe make you giggle a little along the way. No annoying statistics or jargon here, just information you can use every day to be healthier, happier, and less boring. All right, here's your host, OBGYN Dr. Ron Eaker. Hey everybody, Dr. Ron Eaker here, and welcome to another Thursday night women's online wellness. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. I do want to talk to you a little bit tonight about goal setting. Right? I mean, I'm not a big resolution guy. You don't really need one day out of the year or one week out of the year, or even one month out of the year to set solutions. You can set these goals and set resolutions anytime but i don't even like resolutions because inevitably that's kind of ingrained in our brain that that's something that we're going to do and then we're going to stop doing so i really want to talk a little about goals in particular but i want to talk about truly the secret to making goals achievable and i'm going to talk about that a little bit later to make sure you'll stay on a little bit later, I'm going to give you the secret that absolutely is critical that I promise you, you will not be able to accomplish your goals if you don't do this one thing. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit tonight about a method about setting goals, ways that you can set goals in a very simple tool that will help you set goals, but more importantly, achieve the goals. What's the good of them if you set them if you're not going to follow through and not going to achieve them? So. That's what we're going to spend the next few minutes on. Many of you will be familiar with this format because a lot of companies and corporations, when they go through their goal setting, use this format. It's called the SMART format to set their goals. Well, I'm going to take it one step further, and I'm going to do the SMARTER format. So we're going to take it a little bit farther. But if you're not familiar with that, this is a great tool for being able to identify a specific goal and then achieve that. And I'm gonna also tell you before we end tonight where you can get a, a free download that will be a template where you can really just simply in one sheet apply all these things that I'm talking about tonight. So don't worry about taking notes because I know you are, but don't worry about it. Kick back and relax, get that glass of wine because I know you're going to a party tonight. Don't kid me, I know it, I'm seeing you. But afterwards, I'm gonna show you how you can get this template and you can write it, write all this down and make it really usable. If nothing else, I want this to be practical. I want this to be usable. I want this to be something that can propel you to the next level and make these resolutions really something that's gonna apply, something that's really gonna make a difference. And you need to listen to me because I'm wearing my Mr. Roberts in the neighborhood sweater. So let's talk about the SMART template. As you can imagine, S-M-A-R-T, that, well, this is S-M-A-R-T-E-R. So this is a template for successfully setting and achieving goals. And each one of those letters obviously stands for something different. And it's easy to remember. So let's start with the S. And it's really critical that it comes at the beginning because it's really one of the most important. When you're setting a goal, whether it's having to do with weight, with your relationships, with work, with health, with wellness, with uh, financial. The first step is to make it specific. One of the biggest problems people have when they set goals is they make these huge nebulous goals. And I'm going to use weight loss a lot tonight because that's on my mind a lot is 
working with clients through this very difficult holiday season in losing weight. So for example, if somebody comes in and says, I want to lose weight, that's not good enough. I want to know exactly how much you're looking to lose. I want to know the how, the when, the why, the where, as specific as you can be. It's like when you're selling a product, you want to make sure that you have niched down the audience of the people that you want that product to serve. Well, this goal has to be so specific to you as an individual. That's how you really make it applicable, is you make it specific to you because each one of you has your own unique needs, your own unique background, your own unique desires, your own unique history. So obviously the goal, can you hear my dog howling in the back? I'm wondering if anybody's picking that up. If you're picking that up, give me a thumbs up or a star. Whenever a fire engine goes by our house, our dog howls like they're talking back and forth to each other. So it's going on right now. So if you can't hear it, I can. So it was distracting me. But anyway, in spite of the dog howling, setting very specific goals, and, and by that I mean really, really niching it down to, to the nitty-gritty, is the more specific, the better. The more uh, fine, the better. So when you, when you think about setting goals, you may end up setting a lot of goals because you're going to be making them so specific to you as an individual. And that will apply whether you're, you're doing it for yourself or for your company. Obviously, this takes on a whole different role depending on who you're setting the goals for. Number two, it has to be measurable. Now think about that for a second. If the whole idea behind a goal is to achieve it, well, you've got to have some kind of metric, some kind of measure that tells you whether or not you've achieved that goal. Obviously, with something like weight loss, it's pretty clear that is a specific number, or it may be percent body fat, it may be visceral fat. Whatever it is, you need to specify how you're going to measure that. And not only the end point, a lot of times it's helpful to say, how can I measure that along the way? Let's say you're setting financial goals. Well, you want to be very specific about what you're trying to achieve, whether it's possibly in savings. Say I'm wanting to save X amount of Define how many dollars that is and be very specific at how you're going to measure that. Maybe at month A, first month, you're going to say, okay, I want to save X number of dollars by the first month. And that way you have something that you can refer to to see where you are so you're not walking in the dark, so you're not just all of a sudden coming up six months later and not really being able to achieve your goal. It's like, it's like when we, uh, in the weight loss, we have people set goals from the very outset, and we usually set small little miniature goals. We have a big overall goal, and this is a way of doing this. You can set, okay, my final goal is to save $1,000 by the end of the year. Well, you can have several small goals along the way to be able to measure, are you, are you moving in the right direction? Now, with things like weight loss and things like money, it's easy to set up those kind of measurements. It's a little different if, say, one of your goals is to be a more loving individual. But actually, it's not, because then you can say, okay, well, how do I define that? What do I mean by that? How can I measure whether I'm being more loving? How can I measure if I'm a kinder person? But if it's to practice meditation, which is actually one of my goals, I want to learn to meditate because of all the health benefits that are available when people do that. I want to really 
develop that skill. Well, there's some apps out there that now actually measure the number of times you meditate, the duration. So those are parameters that allow you to see, am I moving closer to what I want to accomplish? Because again, don't lose track. It's not about setting the goals. It's about achieving the goals. So you want to make them very specific. You want to make them measurable. And the third, A, is achievable. Or some people call it agreed. It's interesting when you look at these different variations of SMART goal setting, different people will come up with different uh, words for the different letters. It's kind of interesting. I've seen it from achievable to agreed. Well, let's, let's talk about achievable. You want to stretch yourself. Obviously, there is not a whole lot of benefit in setting a goal if it's not going to propel you forward because life is about moving forward. Life is about achieving uh, certain things that propel you as a human, as an individual, whether it's uh, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, but you're growing. If you're not growing, you're, you're deteriorating, quite honestly. So you want to make sure that the goal that you're setting is something that is out there that is beyond but you also want to be realistic about it you know you don't want to set yourself up for failure for example if one of my goals was to be a nba all-star well you know considering i'm closer to a a a, a, a the, the size of a smurf than i am you know shaquille o'neal it probably would not be a realistic goal for me to want to be an MBA all-star. And by the same, same token, it would not make much sense for Shaquille O'Neal to want to be a great horse jockey. Just is not going to work out. There are some realities that all the positive thinking in the universe will not overcome. So your goals need to be somewhat achievable. They need to be something that, that can be accomplished but still is going to stretch you. You don't want to set goals so low. I mean, you don't want to fool yourself and be dishonest and say, well, I want to save $20 by the end of next year. Uh, most of us can probably do that. So it's not really a, a beneficial goal. That's kind of a silly example, but I think you get my understanding there. Set the goals a little bit beyond. Here's is is think about something that you would almost think of as impossible for you to do and then ratchet it down about 20%. And that puts you in a pretty good place because it, it sets the goal high, high enough that it gives you something to shoot for and also gives you a sense of satisfaction once you achieve it. But it's not so <coughs> pie in the sky, not so unrealistic that uh, that you're not going to be able to to get to that point uh, so uh, achievable and agreed now this a, it, a can be agreed if in the context and this is more in the context if you're setting family goals which is probably not a bad thing to do or if you're in a business setting and you're setting goals for a team or if you're setting goals for your employees or your people that you're working with Agreed means that the goal needs to be relevant to the group. It needs to be agreed upon by the group. If you're working in a group of people or if you're working in a family, you're trying to achieve a goal. Say your family goal is to take a trip to Disney World next year. 
Well, if your 34-year-old son is really not keen on going to Disney World, in fact, I'd probably be a little worried if he was, but that would be an example of a goal that he's probably not going to be too uh, willing to exert himself for. So that really applies more to when you're working in teams in a business setting, but it certainly can apply to families too. All right, what about the R? The R stands for realistic. Now, so other people have used the term relevant. Uh, sometimes they call rewarding. I kind of like rewarding because we know that goals are largely a result of habit formation, of doing practices that will get you closer to achieving that goal. And if it's not rewarding, the chances are very good that you may not even pursue it very far. So you want to look at that goal and say, is this something that I really want to accomplish? Is this something that's going to have a positive effect? Uh, for example, stopping smoking. Obviously, that's a very laudable goal that will have an amazing effect on your health. And you want to rewarding as possible. You want to set yourself up for success in that respect. You want to set yourself up for little prizes along the way to reward you, to make the likelihood of you continuing that certain behavior even more so. So you want to make it something that is both relevant, realistic, and rewarding. Excuse me. And the, uh, the T stands for time bound. In other words, when you set a goal, you want to make absolutely sure that you set a certain time limit associated with it. That's a big mistake people make. It's a mistake that's made every day in weight management, for example. When someone comes in and they're, ask, they're wanting to lose weight, it's important that we sit down and look at some time parameters. And that could be anywhere from saying, okay, we want to lose X number of pounds in this period of time. Uh, we want to be able to sustain it for this period of time. But putting a time limit on your goal forces you to perform certain behaviors to get you closer to achieving that. There's that human intuitive feeling uh, in, in that, that we all know that a certain action will fill up the time allotted to it. We see that in business all the time. If you give some, and we sit with kids in school, I mean, we see that all the time. If you're given a deadline for a particular project, you're probably going to take the entire time to fill up to get that project accomplished most of the time in the last 24 hours. If you were like I was in, in high school, the, the activity that you're doing to accomplish that goal, whether it's in health or wellness or, or nutrition or your business life or your home life or your social life, has to be bound, it has to be bracketed by some type of time factor, whether it's by a certain date or whether it's within a certain period of time. That really makes it much more cohesive and increases the likelihood that you'll be successful in doing that tremendously. Now, that was SMART, specific, measurable, agreed, realistic, and time-bound. Remember, I said this is smarter, so the E and I kind of added these because these are sort of my own thing. The E stands for ethical. And again, that kind of applies to business, especially in this day and time where business and ethical are oftentimes not really synonymous. Uh, in fact, 
it sometimes is just the opposite. You don't usually think of those being said in the same sentence, kind of like military intelligence. You know, it just doesn't fit together sometimes. But with, with uh, boy, I just lost my thought. Oh, ethical, how could I? <laughs> Obviously, I'm talking about something that makes me lose my, my thinking. I think you've got to assess your goals and decide, is this something that is, con that is congruent with my beliefs? Is this something that's congruent with my faith, with my spiritual outlook, with my moral belief system? Is this goal that I'm setting going to interfere with others? Is it going to have an impact on others? You've got to look at all those things, especially when you talk about in a family setting. If you set a goal to lose weight, again, using that example, well, we stress that it's important that you talk to your family members because especially if you're the mom in the family and you're responsible for a lot of the cooking, that's not meant to be sexist because I do the cooking in our, in our family, but I know in the majority of families, oftentimes the, the food that comes into the house and the food that gets cooked is, is mom doing that. But if she set a specific goal she definitely needs to talk with the family about it because it's very much going to impact what they eat, what they consume, their activity level. So that's just an example of making sure that whatever goals you set are congruent and consistent with your spiritual, ethical, faith-based, moral compass, moral code. And I think if you do that at the outset, it will help you avoid a lot of the problems that sometimes arise, especially if this applies to a business setting, obviously. And then finally, the final R is recorded. And I'm a big believer in this, write it down. That kind of goes back to the specifics because I want you to write any goal you have down. That's why I'm gonna give you this, this free template to utilize. You could literally print this off and copy it and use it for every single goal that you have. And you can go through each one of these, S-M-A-R-T-E-R, -E and write down for that specific goal. Writing it down makes a, an amazing difference, whether you do it on a computer, whether you handwrite it, whatever works best for you. The simple act of writing it down makes it more concrete in your head. It makes it more likely for you to accomplish. I'll give you a great example, again, going back to the weight loss. Say somebody comes into the office and they say, well, you know, I really want to be more active over the next month. Chances are real good if that's the extent of your goal, it's not going to happen. What you need to do is you need to get out a calendar and you need to write Monday at 7.30, walk 45 minutes with Sally. Wednesday, 4.30, go to the crock for 30 minutes. So what I'm saying there is you've got to be very specific in what you're wanting to accomplish, but then write it down, document it. And that goes really hand in hand with every one of these different approaches because it allows you to measure it. It allows you to evaluate its effectiveness. It allows you to see what has worked. You can go back and say, okay, I've, I've charted this. Now I know what's working, what's not working. In the midst of measuring your success and where you are, you can also evaluate, do I need to change course? Do I need to do something different? So whatever you choose to do, whatever the goal is, you have to document it. You have to write it down. It 
because that's one of the keys to making it successful. Now, I said earlier that setting goals in and of itself is not going to accomplish very much. Now, why do I say that? Well, you think about, think about this latest college football season. Every single football team started the first of the year with the same goal, and that's to have a winning season. Now, some of them accomplished that, and some of them didn't. What's the difference? Well, the difference is some have a process for achieving that. That is the absolute secret sauce to accomplishing a goal. The goals by themselves give you a direction. It gives you somewhere to point. But unless you know how to accomplish that, unless you set down a process, we rise to the level of our processes. We don't rise to the level of our goals. Very, very key important. It sounds simplistic, but it's absolutely key to being successful in achieving whatever goal you decide. You've got to start with the goals because you've got to know where you're going. If you're flying a plane, you've got to know where your destination is, or I don't care how good a pilot you are, you're going to be in trouble because you've got to have that destination. That's what a goal is. A goal is a destination, but you've got to have the process or you will never achieve the goal. And by process, so the goal itself is simply the template. It's the direction, the North Star. It's where you're heading, which you have to know. But then you've got to back up. You've got to retrofit that and you've got to sit down. Okay, how am I going to accomplish that? What is the process? What am I going to set in place that's going to allow me to go step by step to achieve that goal? And you can apply these other things to that. Part of it is how am I going to measure that? Is it ethical? Is it agreed upon? Is it attainable? Those things will feed into the process, but if you don't take the time to think about how you're going to accomplish that, then you're setting yourself up for failure. A list of goals without a process for how to achieve those is a waste of paper and a waste of time. There are really three key components to making this a successful accomplishment because what's the good of setting a goal if you don't expect to achieve it? Number one is you've got to know where you are. You've got to know what your current situation is. You've got to be honest and introspective at deciding am I at a place or, or where, what place am I at? It's like again using this analogy of flying. Your route from point A to point B is going to be very different if you start in Knoxville or if you start in Augusta and you end up going to Chicago. You might have the same endpoint, but your flight plan is going to be very different depending on where you start. And the same thing may apply to weight loss. Your plan, your goal may be to lose 10% of your body weight, but if you're starting at 312 pounds versus 208, your process is going to be very different. How you achieve that, even though you're looking at that same goal of 10% how you achieve that is going to be very different. So you've got to know where you're starting, and that takes introspection, that takes an understanding of who you are, what you are, what you want to accomplish. And then you have to know where you want to go. You've got to know the end point. You can't get to that progress in your life, whether it's in your spiritual life, your emotional life, your work life, your financial life, your health life, unless you know where you want to go. Be That plane would be in the air and just flying all over the place. You've got to have that destination, but you also have to have the interim. You can't get from point A to point B without the process. That's the key factor. That's the critical factor. 
And just like flying a plane, that process doesn't have to be static. It can be very dynamic. It can be very much in flux. In fact, I insist that oftentimes whatever you choose initially as the way to achieve that goal is going to change along the way. It should because you're evaluating it constantly as you're going through this process of, let's say, losing weight. You're going to discover along the way, here's your plan, but you may discover that that's just not working for you. And you've got to be able to reroute. Again, you think you talk to a pilot who's flying from Augusta to Los Angeles and virtually the entire flight plan, he's going back. He's never going in a straight line. He's never following that flight plan exactly. He's constantly making little diversions along the way to adjust for the weather, adjust for other planes, to adjust for changes in speed. So he's constantly making adjustments based on the current situation. He still knows where he's going, so he's going to get there. He knows where he started from, so he knows how to get there. But he's adjusting the process. He's not afraid to make changes because he knows that's part of the game, is adjusting along the way. So whatever your goal is, whether it's weight loss, whether it's improving your spiritual life, whether it's getting a better relationship with your spouse, don't be afraid to evaluate it in a frequent fashion along the way to see, is, is this getting closer to my destination? And if it's not, I need to do something different. I'm not afraid of changing the process and knowing that I am now have my North Star. I don't have to worry about getting off track because I know where I'm going, but I also don't have to be so rigid in saying, oh, this is, this is exactly what I've got to do. I can't deviate from that. That's as big a mistake as not even setting a goal to start with. So don't be afraid to reevaluate, to change the process as you're going through. Is this working? I can tell you how many times folks on our weight loss program will, will be doing fine and then they'll be derailed by something, whether it's stress or a family situation or a medical issue. Well, we have to reevaluate. We have to change what we're doing. We have to not be afraid to switch gears. So keep that in mind as part of this process. Know where you are, know where you want to go, and then take the time to think through how to get there Always being aware that at constant vigilance, constant reevaluation, not being afraid to change the direction, that's what's going to be the secret sauce to getting you to not just be making resolutions, to be making goals that are achievable, that can be accomplished, that will really give you a sense of satisfaction and a sense of positive reinforcement that we're all looking for. You know, I'd love as we close down this evening. But what I'd love for you to do is share some of your goals. If, as you think about this upcoming year, share some of your goals on the Facebook page. Ask for support. If you, if you have a goal and you're not really sure how to achieve it or you wonder if someone else has achieved what you want to do, mentors are wonderful tools for being able to understand the process of achieving a goal. There's nothing like someone who has done what you want to do to teach you, to help you, to guide you, to provide information, to help you steer clear of potholes. So don't be afraid, and, and, and I encourage you to post on the website, on the Facebook page, here is my goal, or here's my goals. If anyone has any input, any help, any advice, 
feel free to message me. That's what this is all about. Feel free to put that on the site. I'd love to hear and see the, the diversity of this group. You've got 1,500 folks who would be willing to give you some help and maybe point you in one direction or say, here's a resource I used when I was trying to achieve this particular outcome. That's what we're here for. That's what this is all about. So feel free to post those goals and ask for help. And I know that there's people out there who have probably accomplished what you may be wanting to accomplish and are willing to walk with you through that. I know I am, and anything that I can help with, I will be more than happy to do my part to try to contribute and make that a, a realistic achievement for you. So with that, oh, if you want to get the template I was talking about for the goal setting, I'm going to, as soon as we finish up here or shortly thereafter, I'm going to put it on the files section of the web page. So you just go up to the top there where it says files and click on that and go over and that'll take you to where there's a bunch of PDF files and hopefully shortly I'll have this up there. So you can print that off, make copies, fill it in, utilize it. Just one easy tool to keep you on track to help you begin thinking about how how is my life going to be better in 2020? Thank you for listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast. To join the conversation, access show notes, and discover bonus content, join our private Facebook community by sending a request to Women's Online Wellness. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, just head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For questions about the podcast or to get more information, email Dr. Eaker at reaker at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, choose to be healthy.